0: I do want to mention, before we we begin, Kirkland Carney, punk rock fans. Nerf Herder, back in Chicago for the first time in over 17 years. It is Merry Punking Christmas at Reggie's that's happening Saturday with the copyrights, Dan Vapid and the Cheats and Cap Gun Heroes. Proceeds from the show. This is a benefit thing. This is awesome. We'll go to buy food and toys for families in need this holiday season. There will be a food and toy drive, so if you're going to the show, bring a non-perishable food item and eat gently Use toys, or sporting equipment, and you'll automatically be entered into a raffle to win some really rad stuff, like guitars, show posters autographed by the bands, and some really cool merch baskets. That's Reggie's Saturday Night, if you're watching this on Facebook Live. If you're watching this right now, that's Saturday. We'll tell you about a show tonight in a couple seconds. Uh, But that's Saturday for the show, and have a happy holiday season. For information on that, MerryPunkingChristmas.com. To my right, Emma White, country star. Hello. Are you ready to do this? Yes. It's
1: car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne,
0: and now here's the star of our show, James Van Der hey, It's funny, and tell me who's in the backseat?
1: So my band's in the back seat. I couldn't do any. I can't do anything without them. It's Zach and Jay.
0: Hey, Zach and Jay. Yeah. They, they're not mic'd, so they're just here to eat. Yes. And we're eating at Haymarket. I love Haymarket. Not my first time doing a podcast here at Haymarket, at Randolph and Halstead in Chicago. Uh, tonight, I'm going to sample the blue cheese. It's oyster mushroom and blue cheeseburger. They're doing that on special on Monday, and they've got the deal of the century happening here. On Mondays, you get a burger, 12-ounce beer, and a shot for uh Fifteen bucks. That is the deal of the century. Look at this monster. This this is magnificent, <laughs> isn't it? What do you think, guys?
1: That is It's on a pretzel is, roll. Okay, that's decadent. Right this there.
0: it smells amazing, doesn't it? Yeah. Amazing. So you can't really eat right before you're going on stage at nine o'clock at Hamar. Yeah,
1: I'm just, as I said, difficult and I'm not gonna eat right now. <laughs>
0: I totally get it. But if you were to eat, my God, the choices here at Haymarket?
1: Yes. mm -hmm. I did have the pizza last year, and it was great.
0: Oh, that's right, because you played here like a year ago. Yes. It's almost like an anniversary. Uh, And then I I do also want to mention at Haymarket, $11 growler refills. Really, it's just an embarrassment of riches when you come to Haymarket. (laughs) I love coming here. But then right there, Emma White, uh, nice job on Windy City Live earlier today. Was
1: that fun? So fun, yeah. It It was like... The first time I had a studio audience, and it was a blast.
0: You know, you said something maybe a year ago, how you feel less comfortable in front of small crowds and more comfortable in front of large crowds. Totally. Still? Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you're playing a cool club tonight, but it's a club. Yeah. Is it easier when you can't see people's faces? Is that what it is? It's
1: so much easier, and it just feels like sound-wise, it's just, I don't know, it just feels right when there's more people. I don't know it's so intimate when there's a few people that it's like very it's just like a vulnerable interaction that's how
0: i feel about it. Uh, let's talk a little bit about vulnerability let's talk about you are from the monolithic town of nashville tennessee the, the music mecca it's an intimidating overwhelming music town uh and yeah. you wrote about it i mean yeah. 10 year town uh, on the new ep is the, the troubles and machinations with the business how it's just you gotta kiss ass you gotta play the game yeah and it kinda sucks at times yeah ha, tell me about your challenges
1: <laughs> um yeah I mean I I've been doing this this for a long time like ever since I was teeny tiny I wanted to do music and I pursued it in many many different ways forever um but then Nashville I feel like was it's own chapter pursuit and that had it's own um hurdles but you know, it just, life is life and things are hard. And, um, I, I, in the song, I was writing specifically at a time when, um, gender is gender still talked about a lot, but I was, you know, my reality was kind of facing these gender conversations all the time. And I was so shocked that it was even a part of the conversation. And that was sort of this struggle at the time that I was addressing in that song.
0: So say. when you say gender, it's, oh she's not is it not she's a great country artist it's well she's a great female country artist is that kind Um, of thing
1: it's more like I mean to it's I don't like I don't like talking about it because it's like some people just think you're a complainer and then other people like don't believe you so like for me it's it was like oh well we're not signing females like point blank and it was Like, as if looking at, like, female writers or artists was not – there wasn't, like, enough incentive to sign them. And so, like, having something being so gender-based was very – I mean, it just sort of is like, it feels like you're in an alternate universe when you hear
0: that kind of... And I totally, (laughs) I I, I come from a radio background. So I come from a world where program directors would say, well, we can't have two female artists back to back.
1: Okay, there you go. Why? Yeah, that's, the the fact that that is an accepted belief, Mm -hmm. and then it's like put into practice, and then it's just like... It's like a self fulfilling prophecy. And, it is. Yeah.
0: So you you take that kind of negativity, you turn it you turn it around, you create your own record label. Yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. Because being an independent artist has its own challenges, but on the other side, tons of rewards too.
1: Oh my gosh, yeah. I love the business side. It makes me nuts and like It's a, that's a struggle, but I love it too. Mm -hmm. Like I love learning like what I can do for myself and learning how things work. Cause like, like everybody says, knowledge is power Mm -hmm. and it's the truth. Like the more you know, the more you can do. And even though like I got turned down a lot and I didn't always get turned down for gender, you know, like some people just don't like what I do. And they they
0: didn't connect for whatever reason. Yeah.
1: And that's fine. But like ultimately I feel like, out of your pain come can come like really beautiful things and this label was like a really beautiful opportunity and it's like it was like the luckiest thing to be able to see it come to life the way it has it's so, it's like every day I'm like is this real and like the clock's ticking and I better like make this well, work well and you're
0: working both sides of your brain because you've got yeah. the creative side which is your music and then there's the administrative nurturing other talent mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, wow. which we haven't even tapped into yet, but I want to do that. But, yeah, no, it's it's definitely like everyone's always trying to get me out of the business side of things. But I'm also just, you know, a, a bit of a control freak. Not a bit. I am a control freak. And... Is that
0: true, guys? <laughs> uh,
1: no, 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 no comment. <laughs> no comment. Wow. Oh, yeah. They're answer. hedging their bets on that No, one. no. I mean, we haven't worked together enough. <laughs> yeah. I just like to be in the loop. I think, like, it's important to be in the loop of something that... It has your name on it.
0: Mm-hmm. So. I totally get it. So uh, talking about the music, we talked about Tenure Town. That's why I drink. You go through a list of reasons why you do drink. I mean, sitting in a stranger's car doing a podcast could be another reason.
1: Should I look at the...
0: Look at the camera. I'm sorry. It's all good. I get the inclination I actually. I want to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, I, I okay. totally get that. Um, speaking of which, I, yeah. I spoke at a class at Columbia College in Chicago today, and one of the questions was, is it hard to get guests for the podcast? I said, you know... I, d- I am in this awkward situation where occasionally I have to ask women to get into a car with a strange man mm-hmm. uh, with this pretext of, well, come on, we'll eat food and it'll be fun. It, it, it always feels <laughs> weird. And I feel like there needs to be some sort of, I, I send lots of like links and examples so I, I don't come off as creepy, oh my God. but that, that is a challenge. Like
1: I get it. Yeah.
0: It's weird. Yeah. So thank you for, uh,
1: yeah, no, it's fun. It's lots of fun.
0: So that's why I drink. I, I, yeah. I listen to some of these songs. I, I guess my question is, in listening to something like Seriously Casual, how much of what you write is observational and how much is just storytelling? Or, or, or personal, I mean.
1: Um, everything starts from a personal thing, but then I kind of like morph it into a way more dramatic situation most uh-huh. of the time, just because it's entertainment and I feel like people need to be entertained so I just sort of write my own stories that are more like pretend they're Mm -hmm. not always completely real but the seed of it kind of starts from a real thing
0: being from Nashville when people talk to me about living in Chicago they assume if they're not from Chicago that everyone here eats deep dish pizza I'm kind of the same way about Nashville does everyone there eat hot chicken
1: I don't, but I live next to a hot chicken place. Okay. (laughs) And it's always packed, and I'm always upset with the people who park on my street. (laughs) But, But yeah, everybody eats hot chicken there. Like, a lot of, I mean, I think it's more of like a tourist thing.
0: Like deep dishes in Chicago. Exactly. For sure. Yeah.
1: Yes. I've been, I keep getting told to go... Go to, is that Luma, to
0: go Luma, Luminati's. You're not,
1: Luminati's.
0: You're not getting bad information there. You're getting okay, good information. Okay, good. That, that is solid. Uh, I do want to take a bite of the food since it is yes. a food podcast. Yeah. Um, so as I do that, tell me about the actress as Can I'm it, awkwardly um, eating as you... Can uh, I
1: hold the mic? Certainly. It's like
0: that, more natural for okay, you, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, the song, the actress, or the EP? Mm.
0: <laughs> Talk about the title track.
1: Okay. So, guys, how are you doing back there? Good. 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 Um, so the title track the actress it was not gonna be on the EP because we hadn't like prepped it at all um, but then the band got done uh, With all the other songs on tracking day and they had time for this one so they played it like one time and it was pretty moving recording experience because they just like nailed it the first time and Um, that song is just like a very personal song about my own struggle with like mental health issues that have been a struggle for many, many years, but kind of like privately, um, because I, my job is to like be on, Mm -hmm. um, and like the way I am inside is often like the opposite of that. Right. But I have to like push through that all the time and that's what the song is about nobody seeing past the external and sure. like inside being kind of not, just just like you're outside not reflecting what's going on inside.
0: I, I think that's resonant to a lot of people. I mean, yeah. not everyone's a, a singer or a performer, but yeah. I mean, everyone lives kind of a, an exaggerated life for the public on social media. Yeah. And internally they might be pushing stuff down. So I think it connects on that level too. Yeah. Everyone has those struggles.
1: Oh, totally. And it is about like, Everybody is an actor in a way. Like, we're all acting a lot.
0: I do want to say this burger is magnificent. And Monday <laughs> not at, an act. at Haymarket, not an act. This is legit. <laughs> 15 bucks. that burger, the blue cheese and mushroom, uh, and a shot and a 12-ounce beer. Lots of beer, right, guys? Yeah. Lots of beer here. Lots okay. of beer. The burger is legit. The burger The burger is completely Wait, get legit. Wait,
1: get that on here, Zach.
0: The burger is legit. <laughs> That's it. That's the pull quote right there. Uh, so a couple of years ago, Rolling Stone names you one of the ten country artists to know. This was mm-hmm. maybe two years ago. Uh, was that a blessing and curse? Was it a blessing? Was it was it too much too soon? Was it? Oh
1: no, <laughs> it was a blessing. It's it was awesome. Yeah, but, I mean, it's like uh, yeah, no, nothing is too much too soon, <laughs> soon at this point. I'm in my thirties.
0: <laughs> you're still very young. I just want to be clear about that. And you're also a vinyl fan, aren't you? Yeah, like listening to records.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not like cool. I'm not like that cool. But I like, I appreciate vinyl. Yes,
0: hey, is your EP on vinyl?
1: No, but people have been asking for it. I need to get that. You done. totally need to get that done. I know.
0: So you said you've been uh, inclined to move toward music since a very early age. What was the first time you performed in front of people? Do you remember that? Was it was in school?
1: Um, I used to stand in front of the television and perform for my sister so she couldn't watch the television. That was like the first performance of mine. Does that count? Not really. Like, okay. What
0: was the first, was the first <laughs> um, time? I
1: actually, I performed in preschool. I like sang in preschool and like dressed up and would like do tunes. But I did it all through school. Like I was always performing. Um,
0: when did you start writing songs? Were you always like writing poetry? or No. You-
1: I didn't start writing songs until I was like really like 17 okay mm -hmm. it took me a little bit but like I wrote with my mom when I was like three and Seven and on and on but I wasn't really writing I was like playing of course and then I And then I I remember I used to like talk to my mom a lot and I'd be like I don't have anything to say like what am I gonna write about and I just remember those conversations and then when I was 17 I was like I better figure out something to say
0: so when you was a typical like 17 year old angsty
1: um, it was, I I still have like a box of cassette tapes. I, I remember they were on cassettes and it was like, I was obsessed with this guy, one guy in high school.
0: Would he be mortified to learn that there's a box of tapes with songs? No, he, he knows. Okay, good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I used to go to his bar. He's actually like one of my closest friends today. Perfect. But, um... Yeah, I used to go to his bar and be like, this next one's about the bartender.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. All right, so tonight, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, Emma White. (laughs) What? Sorry. I know, it's weird doing this in a car.
1: No, I love it. This is fun. Okay.
0: Uh, Tonight, at Haymarket, Emma goes on stage right at 9 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock now. Really, if you're in the far-flung suburbs, you can still get here in time. True. And and what's the price of the show? Nothing. Free. Nothing. You're a deal at any price, a, a value at any price. But free! Oh my God! Happy holidays from Emma White. Uh, All right, so that's tonight at Haymarket. The EP is out. It's streamable. It's consumable. Uh, It is the actress. It sounds fantastic. You're a really good songwriter. Thank you. Uh, Looking ahead, what's planned for 2020?
1: Um, I am ready to release new stuff, but I don't want to just like skip over this stuff yet. So I'm going to. You want to let this breathe a
0: little bit? Yeah. Yes. So maybe summer.
1: I mean, I could see, like, spring. Okay. I got to get that going, though.
0: (laughs) And then touring nonstop, I'm guessing?
1: I mean, I would, I hope. I hope. I don't have, like, big, huge plans, but knock on wood, something will come about.
0: All right. Love the way you sound. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. Guys, are are you done with your food? We're great. Thank you. Yeah. See, here's the part where I'm going to end the podcast. And as you're gone, I'm going to make that burger disappear. It's going to be like mag- It's gonna be like Penn & Teller stuff going on. It's just going to vanish from sight. Uh, thank you again. We'll see you tonight at Haymarket.
1: Thank you. Appreciate it.
0: Uh, this episode brought to you by Nerf Herder, happening this weekend at Reggie's. That's Emma. Guys, Bye. thank you. Uh, thank you for watching. And if you like this podcast, go follow her on all the socials. Go listen to her. And uh, that's all I have. Okay, thanks.